Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. You're listening to The Strata, a Beyond the Dark production. Season 10. The Ascent. Part 1. The Strata never sleeps. Somewhere out there in the darkest reaches of the night, events are in motion. Plans are being made, deals struck, legacies created and torn down, lives lost. It's relentless. Alone in my apartment, I sit in the gloom and try to shake off the dream that has roused me from my slumber. It clings to me, its tendrils buried deep inside my mind unwilling to let go. It shouldn't bother me like this, I know that. After so many nights it shouldn't affect me the way it does, but no matter how many times it comes, it always seems to shake me to my core. The dream about the staircase. It begins in darkness. A place that feels like the old Dockerton subway tunnels, but somehow isn't. Even though it's cold and bleak and deathly quiet, I know that I'm not alone. There are things down here. Twisted horrors that are edging their way slowly toward me. So I start to fumble my way in the darkness, searching for a way out. The staircase comes into view just ahead of me, barely outlined against the black, leading upward. And as I approach, the heaviness at the pit of my stomach seems to lessen. So I place my foot on the first step and begin to climb. The stairs go on forever. They stretch up so far that I can barely see the top. As I continue, the light grows brighter, the air warmer. The walls are now clearly visible, made of dirt, like the staircase has been chiseled out of nothing but bare earth. And there are things buried in those walls, roots and chunks of stone, and worse. Human bones, skulls, blood seeps from cracks in the soil, and there are corpses. 
tortured souls with ruined faces who were unable to complete the ascent, and who have now been condemned to watch over the staircase for eternity. I recognize some of them too, from moments in my past. Victims of crimes I couldn't prevent. I quicken my pace, getting closer to the end, and eventually I see it. The place where the staircase finally tops out. The world above comes into view, and I'm greeted by something wonderful. Trees and sunlight. Children playing amid the sound of laughter. The coldness from below is just a memory now. I'm on the verge of crossing the threshold and leaving the staircase behind forever. But as I take that final step, something happens. The darkness seems to reach out. Gnarled and blackened hands burst from the soil and claw at me, sinking their fingers into my flesh. And try as I might, I can't escape. They drag me down, merciless and unyielding, back into the darkness again. I grappled with the meaning of it all for a long time. So many nights went past where I sat, half awake and half asleep, trying to make sense of it. The significance eluded me. But finally, I realized. I understood what my subconscious was telling me. Somewhere in the back of my mind, I'm afraid that I'm going to fail. That after all of this blood and death, all the evil I've overcome, I'll reach the final moment of triumph and then somehow falter. I'll make some terrible mistake and lose it all. Everything I've worked toward. The dream is there to remind me that I need to stay disciplined, stay focused. And if I do that, I'll see this through to the end. I'll succeed in my objective. One day, when it's all done, the dream will leave me. I have no doubt about that. But for now, I'm condemned to relive it over and over. Tomorrow night, or the night after, it will be back. And when I find myself in that deep, dark place again, I'll do the only thing I can. Climb the steps up into the light as I make the ascent once more. that's that. We're not getting any further in this thing, Rust. You sure? Maybe we should fiddle with those cores again. See if we can squeeze a few more clicks out of them. Not gonna happen, pal. We were lucky to get anything those first two times, but now? No chance. So we're on foot from here. Good thing you got those new legs, huh? Not new, exactly. Reconditioned is a better way to put it. You know what I mean. Ugh. Here, here, help me with the gear. I'll carry that. You got the rest? Yeah, got it. 
By my calculations, we're not too far from home. Maybe as close as a couple of clicks. If we head straight over that ridge, we should see the Strata in all its glory. With a couple more route changes, we probably could have saved enough juice to roll right up to the gate at the western checkpoint in Dockerton. Oh, please. What? We both know exactly why we're not rolling up to the gate at that checkpoint. This isn't about the shortcuts again, is it? I told you, it was a bad idea to take those. Those shortcuts saved us ten clicks on the journey home. Maybe even more. They cut down on the distance, sure. But every time you hauled ass up those mountains, the core gauge dropped like a lead starliner. Mountains? Those were a couple of tiny little hills. I told you, the gradient on those slopes would drain the cores, and that's exactly what happened. Still more efficient than going the long way round. I doubt that. Something tells me you were doing it just so you could go flying down the other side. Why would I do that? For fun. I don't know the meaning of the word fun. Could've fooled me. I saw you smiling on that last one, pal. That was a grimace of concentration. Admit it, pal. You're feeling better about yourself, aren't you? Well, now that you mention it, yeah. I haven't felt this good in years. Those reconditioned parts have really done the trick. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm 20 again. I'm still feeling my age. But I don't feel like I'm on the verge of falling apart anymore. It's been a long time since I've been able to say that. I'm glad to hear that, Rust. It's all thanks to you, see? <laughs> no, it's not. It is. You've been the one driving this thing for months. You never gave up on me. Even when I was sitting around feeling sorry for myself. Don't think I'm going to forget that. Well, maybe I helped a little. I'm sure our friends back in the vault would say exactly the same thing. You really made a difference out there. Oh, I hope Tessa and Coltrane are okay. I still feel bad about leaving them. They'll be fine now that Morton's been forced to retreat. He won't be bothering anyone for a while. That's a good point. I thought for sure we'd run across some of Morton's maniacs on the trip home, but it was smooth sailing. We really kicked that guy's ass. I just hope he leaves everyone in the vault alone. There are a lot of families moving in there. I'd hate to see what might happen if he launched another assault in the coming days or weeks. I have no doubt that at some point he'll try again. But it won't be for a while. And that should give Tessa and Coltrane some time to establish their defenses again. Once we get back to the Strata, I'm hoping I can get that new comm system online so we can chat more easily with those guys. You mentioned something about that before. A comm system. What's the story? Well, you know how bad the old comms relay system is, right? It's almost impossible to send and receive messages in the Deadlands. Right. We had all kinds of problems trying to set up the trade with Tessa. Exactly. That's the problem I've been working on. As it turns out, I spent a good couple of weeks trying to reverse engineer Hollywell's communications tech. The system he was using to control the ghost? <sighs> the guy's an asshole, but his tech is brilliant and... I think I can use some of his concepts to improve long-distance comms. You want to set up a long-distance hotline between the Strata and the Vault? I figured I'd take a shot. But you have to understand, this is just an idea. I have no clue if it'll work. I gave Coltrane some instructions for his end of things before I left, so I guess we'll see what happens. You sound like you missed those guys already. Sure. I know that we weren't with them long, but they feel like... Well, family to me now, and we have just so much to talk about, and... What's the matter? 
Nothing. I... Come on, pal. Spit it out. It's only been a couple of days, but I miss my family, too. Jimena, Carlita, and Emily. They must be wondering where the hell we are. Imagine their faces when they see you walk back into Hollywell's lab on your own two feet. I hope they're okay. Why wouldn't they be? That piece of shit Hollywell. Who knows what he got up to while we were away. Hollywell is history, pal. We don't need him anymore. As soon as we get back, we can hand him over to the cops. <laughs> that should wipe that smug look right off his face. Hey, check it out. We're at the top of the rise. There it is. The strata in all its glory. Look down there. I could even see the van from here, right where we left it. You sure that's the van? Looks uh, bigger than I remember. Hand me the scope, will you? Here. Shit. We have to get down there. Fast. What is it? Run! Goddamn tow truck. A what? Sorry, that's uh, an old school thing. Um, uh, a retrieval service. Someone's trying to drag your van away. Oh, look at this logo. The Strickland Corporation. Strickland? They're a freight company. Not a freight company. The freight company. They own nine out of every ten robocouriers out there on the streets. These are the bastards who put most of my courier buddies out of business decades ago. So what are they doing with your van? They're not just into freight. They've got their fingers in everything. Recycling, collection, you name it. Units like these were always on patrol for abandoned gear. Probably hoping to find some valuables inside the van. Okay, that makes it easy. We just follow this unit back to the impound center and claim our property back. No way. Once the van reaches impound, it's game over. By nightfall, there'll be nothing left but confetti. They just go ahead and trash it like that? Yeah. Break it down into raw components they can sell off. I've heard they do it all the time. So, how do we stop it? There has to be someone we can talk to. This is an unmanned drone. Somehow I doubt it's interested in negotiating. An access panel. There has to be one somewhere. Shit. The last clamp is moving into place. I'm gonna grab it. Careful, pal. That thing looks like it could rip your head off. Just find that access panel. Yeah, I I've got it. Can you put in an override or something? Maybe, if you can give me a couple minutes here. Uh, minutes? You've got about ten seconds. Don't get tangled up in that thing. Uh, come on, see. I can't do it, Russ. Not in ten seconds. Uh, all right, then. How about... Yeah. Screw you, Strickland. I guess those new limbs are working just fine. Job's not done yet. What are you doing now? I'm gonna rip these last two clamps off my van. Then we're getting the hell out of here.
Well, what do we have here? Detective Summers, it's been a while. It's not Detective Summers anymore, Frankie, just plain old Summers. Oh yeah, right. You quit the force a while back, didn't you? Must have slipped my mind. To be honest, I never thought I'd see the day. See what day? You, you know, dumping the badge in uniform. How come? You always seemed like one of the few who uh, took the whole thing seriously. Like, it wasn't even a job. More of a lifestyle, I guess you could say. Real deep, Frankie. You taking courses in psychology in between serving drinks? Serving drinks? <laughs> come on, is that what you think I do around here? <laughs> I'm sure you get up to all kinds of shit in this place. Come on, Summers, you know me. I'm straight down the line. I don't allow any pushers in here, and the girls, you know they're treated nice. No funny business. I know, you're one of the good ones, Frankie. I'm just messing with you. Hey, how long has it been since you showed your face in Midtown, anyway? Seems like forever. It's been a while, no doubt about that. Oh, the whole Fortunato thing, right? Yeah, they had a bounty on your head. Yeah, I've been keeping a low profile. Yeah, but something's changed with the Fortunatos, I mean. No one's talking about the bounty anymore. That's why I wanted to see you. You sat on the phone, you'd heard whispers around the bar. <laughs> there are always whispers, Summers. You know that. But you've heard something specifically about the Fortunatos, right? As a matter of fact, I did. Okay, so spill it. Damn. You are really itching to hear this, aren't you? Listen, Frankie. For the last few months, I've been all over the Fortunatos like a cheap suit, intercepting their comms, shaking down their enforcers. I was in the process of nailing down pretty much every aspect of that organization, but then... Yeah, and then all that crazy shit happened in Dockerton, the army of zombies. Right. And for some reason, since then, the Fortunato crew has practically disappeared. They've pulled back all of their personnel, their operations, even started giving up their territory. And that worries me. Huh. How come? Because whatever is happening, it's major. To make sweeping changes like this, repositioning themselves, they must be up to something huge. My guess is they're probably hoping to take advantage of the mayhem in Dockerton. Well, they wouldn't be the only ones. Yeah, but why the secrecy? What are they planning? That's what I need to know. I'll tell you what I can, but just to set expectations here, it's, uh, it's nothing major. Like I said, just a few whispers. I'll take whatever you can give me. Okay, so uh, a couple days ago, two guys come into the bar, right? I'd never seen either of them before, but I could tell right away you know, something was off. Off how? These two, they were uh, all about business. And, and sure, not everybody comes here for a good time, but they were giving off a, a bad vibe, you know? Like they were in a hurry, looking over their shoulder the whole time. I kept thinking something was going to go down any second. But it didn't. Nope. They took off as fast as they came. Do you think they caught wind of trouble? Uh, I don't think so. They were just in a hurry from the start. You know, they, they did what they needed and then they left. But there's more, right? Tell me you've got something else for me. Yeah, uh, sure. I, I dug a little deeper, asked around. Turns out these guys introduced themselves as Evans and Lively. They were trying to recruit a few heavies for a job they had coming up. What job? Uh, they didn't say. But I can tell you, they were looking for guys who were experienced in working with crews. They wanted people who could handle weapons, too. I'm not familiar with those names. What makes you think they were associated with the Fortunados? One of my regulars, uh, Simmons. 
Said he knew one of the guys, okay? He saw him blow away a couple of small-time thugs over at Crosstown a year or so back as part of some sort of territorial dispute. Simmons said his real name wasn't Evans, it was Halford. Halford? Now that's a name I know. Huh. Where from? He's a Fortunato lieutenant. The bastard tried to nail me not long ago. He took down a cop and a prison guard in the process. Sounds serious. You bet. So, Halford is recruiting. That definitely backs up my theory that the Fortunatos are making moves. Hey, I'm not done yet. I got one more thing to tell you. Hit me. I overheard him talking and managed to pick up some more info. An address where Evans, uh, sorry, Halford, was taking those new recruits. So you can tell me where to find Halford? Uh-huh. You're shitting me. You want it? <laughs> what do you think? Frankie, you're a goddamn genius. Hey, you've helped me out plenty over the years, Summers. It's the least I can do, but, uh... <sighs> Are you sure about this? What do you mean? If I give you that address and you get all excited and go stumbling into some Fortunato kill box... <sighs> oh, don't worry about me. I can take care of myself. Okay, I guess. If you say so. Hey, do you have footage of these two guys? Halford and the other one? If I could look at his face, I could ID him for sure. Yeah, no problem. You'll just have to give me a minute while I go hook into the system and bring it up. Is that all right? Sure. Okay, come with me. It's out back. All right. Uh, let's see here. Gotta wind back a couple of days and... Yeah, okay. This is it. Where are they? The place is packed. Yeah, it was a busy night. Here's the guys. See over in the corner? The two you're looking for. Zoom in on that. Sure. Let me just... Okay, stop there. Freeze it. So is it him? Yeah, that guy there? It's Halford, no doubt about it. Oh, and this guy with him is DeLeo. DeLeo? Who's that? Just another Fortunato Enforcer. Hangs with Halford all the time. I should have known it would be him. <laughs> so I did good, huh? Oh, you did real good, Frankie. I'm always happy to help. Oh, just one other thing. Can you bounce this footage onto a data shard for me? I want to go through all of it, frame by frame, from the moment they walked in to the moment they left. Figure out exactly who they talked to. It might give me some more leads to chase up. Summers, whoa. I haven't seen you this excited since, well, ever. What can I say? I'm having a good day all of a sudden. <laughs> okay, just wait here a second. I'll go set everything up. Be right back with that footage. Appreciate it, Frankie. Halford, you piece of shit. I'm on to you now. I bet you think you're safe out there surrounding yourself with all these new recruits. Well, you've got another thing coming. This podcast is made possible by my supporters on Patreon. 
If you'd like to hear ad-free early release episodes, as well as my exclusive series, The Strata Luna, head over to patreon.com slash beyondthedark. Your support means I can keep bringing you more seasons of The Strata. Season 10, The Ascent. Starring Rhiannon Marshall, Jason Churai, Michelle Mosley, Eliza Marteja, Trent Trachtenberg, Nate Barham, Brian Jeffords, Chloe Elmore, Rebecca Tanman, Brandon Hunt, Jarrett Griffiths, Vivian Reed, and Ramsey Zurob. Created by Mark R. Healy. A Beyond the Dark production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Look to the sea. Wayland's assembled a team. They're inside already. This was a risky gamble. There will be consequences for the both of you. Mm, don't threaten me with a good time. You said this would be a quick in and out job! Did, did, did I say that? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm drawing a blank here, Johnny. Peace of mind. Is that what you call it? You think that what you've given me is peace of mind? I knew you'd come out on the other side. That's just you, right? You never give up. Unless you're giving up on me. It's always raining in Neo-Atlantis. It can't rain all the time. That'll be enough, Mr. Indri. Enough conversation. You have a job to do. Finish it. Kill them. Return Alex Webb to us. The sentiment will surely get me killed in the process, but I mean... None of us get out of this life alive. Am I right? Cybernautica Breakwall, Cybernautica Undertow. A production of Red Fathom Entertainment. Presented by the Fable and Folly Network. Listen to both complete series now. Welcome to Neo Atlantis.